The idea that a diet rich in plants enjoyed in the company of loved ones can contribute to a longer and healthier life is both powerful and accessible. It's a reminder that the choices we make in our daily lives can have a profound impact on our well-being. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you've tuned in today. All right, so today's episode is all about the fascinating concept of blue zones and the incredible secrets to longevity hidden within these unique regions around the globe. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly are blue zones? Well, they're not some mystical place or a hidden paradise somewhere. Blue zones are regions where people live significantly longer than the global average, often surpassing the age of 100 with remarkable frequency. Today, we're embarking on a journey to uncover the lifestyles, habits, and community practices that contribute to the longevity of these extraordinary places. I'm particularly excited about this episode because as a nutritionist, I'm always fascinated by the interplay between lifestyle, diet, and overall well-being, so much so that I actually wrote about the Blue Zones in my book, Unbreakable. After watching the Blue Zones Netflix series recently, it reignited my interest in these special regions of the world because Blue Zones provide a fascinating case study into how these factors come together to create communities where people not only live longer, but also thrive in their later years. And there were some really amazing stories in this Netflix documentary, y'all. You have to watch this. So whether you're a, a, like a person that's on a personal quest for, let's say, a healthier lifestyle, seeking inspiration for positive changes, or maybe you're just curious about the science behind longevity, you're in the right place. We're going to dive deep into the habits of these remarkable blue zones and more importantly, explore how you can incorporate some of these principles into your own life. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey as we unlock the secrets to longevity in the incredible blue zones. Okay, so now that we've set the stage, it's time to explore these unique regions and uncover the commonalities that contribute to their remarkable health and longevity. So there's five blue zones. These areas are Okinawa, Japan. I hope I pronounced these correct. Korea, Greece, Sardinia, Italy, Nicoya, Costa Rica, and Loma Linda, California. So Dan Butner, who's an author and educator and explorer, he wrote a book about the Blue Zones, and recently it was developed into a Netflix docuseries. So our journey begins by introducing you to some of the most renowned Blue Zones. So imagine lush landscapes, vibrant communities, and a way of life that defies the conventional aging process. 
Today, we're going to shine a spotlight on a few of these extraordinary places. And let's get started with Okinawa, Japan. So Okinawa is a picturesque island in Japan. It boasts one of the highest life expectancies in the world. So what sets Okinawa apart? Well, the residents attribute their longevity to a combination of factors like a plant-based diet, rich in vegetables, tofu, and sweet potatoes, one of my favorite foods. But it's not just about what they eat. It's also about the strong sense of community that surrounds their meals. Now, let's travel to the charming hills of Sardinia, an Italian island known for its centurions. Here, the locals follow a traditional Mediterranean diet, savoring fresh produce, whole grains, and olive oil. But it's not just about the food. It's also about the close-knit family bonds and a sense of purpose that contributes to the health and vitality of the Sardinian people. Next, there's Nicoya, which is a stunning peninsula in Costa Rica. It's another blue zone that really captivates with its secrets to longevity. So the residents here share a lifestyle that emphasizes strong social connections, a diet rich in beans, and an active outdoor-oriented way of life. So these elements come together to create a blueprint for a long and fulfilling existence. Okay, so next we have Greece. So the Greek island of Ikaria is renowned for its inhabitants who live in, like long lives by adopting a Mediterranean diet that's rich in a lot of um, olive oil, fruits, vegetables, and whole grains and beans. So Ikarians also incorporate a mid-afternoon break into their routine. Who loves that? I know I love the sound of that. I'm like, geez, I might be starting to do that myself. They also have a lower rate of heart disease by half, and they experience 20% less cancer compared to Americans. Also, many Icarians are Greek Orthodox Christians who observe periodic fasting throughout the year, essentially adhering to a vegan diet during those times. Then we have Loma Linda, California. And I actually have a personal connection to this last blue zone. Uh, so this area has a large concentration of Seventh-day Adventists, and I actually grew up in the Seventh-day Adventist community, so I'm very aware of their values. So as a group, they have the longest life expectancy in America, okay? In America. They live an average of 10 years longer than most Americans. So my beautiful, wonderful, amazing grandmother, Vera, may she rest in peace, um, she was actually one of them who lived to the vibrant age of 101, Okay, 101, all right? My grandma wasn't messing around. <laughs> so they also recognize their Sabbath day weekly, which is a day of rest. So every Friday at sunset to Saturday at sunset, they observe the Sabbath, which means that it's all about rest and reconnecting with loved ones and yourself. And this was actually a change that I implemented in my life during the pandemic to take Saturdays off. So for the most part, I no longer work on Saturdays. And if I do, it's something that really, really feel like fills my soul and something that really lights me up and makes me feel joy. Otherwise, I'm not doing it. So this really has been a game changer for me and my mental health. And I actually believe that whether you're religious or not, you should build in a day of rest. So also in this blue zone, Loma Linda, California, they strongly adhere to the belief of respecting the human body as the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? And I love that so much because when you value what you're putting into your body, it's a way of showing your yourself self-respect. Self it's a way of self-care when you really are more mindful about the food that you're putting into your body, as well as the thoughts that you're thinking throughout the day. So, 
going back to the diet of, of people in this blue zone, Loma Linda, California, as I mentioned, um, you know, the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So that means no alcohol, no tobacco, and also following a plant-based diet. So it's also a common custom following church service on Saturday to join with other fellow churchgoers and have a lunch potluck. So each, and I used to love this when I was growing up in the seven-day Adventist church when I was a kid. So each person prepares a dish, which is typically plant-based, and it brings it to a lunch, right? So sometimes we would have lunch at the church, or sometimes we would go to somebody's house, and everybody would bring dishes, and we would have a potluck. Like, I never realized when I was a kid growing up, like, how powerful, how magical, how just amazing that was. And I I took it for granted when I was a kid. But now when I look back at it as an adult, I'm like, man, like, those were just some of the most, you know, amazing moments in my life growing up, like, just being able to just have that day of rest, not worrying about school, you know, not worrying about work, and just being able to connect with other people, have conversations, like, how often do we really connect with people in person anymore, especially since the pandemic. And I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here, I wasn't planning on talking about this. But you know, even post-pandemic, I'm finding it that people are still kind of leery about getting together in person. I think we've just gotten so used to just being in our sweatpants, being in our house, being on Zoom, watching TV. We're not really building uh, and maintaining those social connections like we used to by getting together in person with people. And when you look at all of the blue zones, that's definitely something that all of them had in common, which is which you know, which was those close ties, those social connections, which are really so important for our mental health as well as our longevity. Okay. Um, so just going back to Loma Linda again. So everybody, you know, prepares a dish, brings it, and it's like, you know, it's like a potluck. And they connect over their beliefs, their values, and observation of the Sabbath. So this community of well-being and reinforcement of their healthy habits is instrumental in the longevity of this group. Now, I'm not saying run to the nearest Seventh-day Adventist church and convert, but again, what all these blue zones have in common is being part of something larger than yourself, a group, a community that shares your same beliefs and is a source of great support in helping you to live and eat healthier and meeting your health goals. It's about being part of a community that fosters healthy habits, whether it's, you know, a class at the gym or a yoga class or a cooking club. Okay, and I even talked about this in my book, Unbreakable. I shared my story of weight loss. And, you know, I used to go to the gym and there was these two sisters that I used to work out with. So we would go to the body pump class and I would look forward to seeing the two sisters, you know, every single week. And it just kind of became my little mini community. Right. And that helped me to establish those healthy habits, to maintain those healthy habits, to keep that momentum going. Right. It was it wasn't just me. Like it was other people that I had that we had built in this little mini community. So as we explore these blue zones, it becomes evident that, again, there's common threads running through their tapestry of longevity. Diet, social connections, and physical activity emerge as key pillars. But what's truly fascinating is how these factors interact and reinforce each other, creating environments where people not only live longer, but also thrive. Hey guys, it's Trudy Stone here. Do you find yourself struggling to make healthy food choices? Are you confused about what's actually healthy? If you've ever struggled with food, diets, or your weight, then my book Unbreakable is your guidebook for life. Imagine if you could find yourself eating and living healthier effortlessly, without the struggle, and without relying on willpower. That's what you'll learn in my book Unbreakable. In Unbreakable, you'll discover the seven most effective habits for achieving long-term weight management, 
and health. These are the same habits that help me to lose 30 pounds and keep it off. Use these seven habits and you win big time. Neglect them and life will be a never-ending cycle of dieting, exhaustion, and lack of motivation. With straightforward and easy-to-apply tips, Unbreakable will teach you rock-solid habits to make real, lasting change in your life without deprivation and relying on willpower. Grab it on Amazon today. There's also a link in the show notes for you. Okay, so now let's peel back the layers of Blue Zone diets that contribute to the extraordinary health and well-being of these communities. So these communities share a common thread plant-based nutrition. In Okinawa, it's all about colorful vegetables, tofu, and sweet potatoes. Sardinians savor the bounty of the Mediterranean with fresh produce, whole grains, and olive oil. In Okoya, beans and corn take center stage. So the emphasis on plant-centric diets not only provides essential nutrients, but it also contributes to longevity and overall well-being. But guess what? It's not just about what's on their plate. It's also about how the meals are enjoyed. Blue Zone residents often practice mindful eating, savoring each bite and sharing meals with family and friends. The social aspect of dining is a crucial element that adds flavor to their lives and also contributes to the sense of community that's just so prevalent in these regions. Now let's lace up our walking shoes and explore the role of physical activity, which I talked about actually in the last podcast episode. In the Blue Zone regions, there's no need for these extreme fitness routines or high intensity workouts. Instead, residents engage in natural everyday movements. Walking, gardening, and other forms of low impact activities are seamlessly integrated into their daily lives. It's not exercise just for the sake of exercise. It's about staying active in a way that really just feels authentic and enjoyable to them. In fact, again, I talked about this in the last podcast episode about the importance of exercise and how to make it more joyful. So make sure to go ahead and check out that episode. I've also linked it in the show notes for you. As we navigate the lifestyle choices of the Blue Zone inhabitants, it really becomes clear that it's the synergy of all these elements. So nutrient-rich diets, strong social bonds, and natural movement that creates the foundation for a long and vibrant life. So now that we've unraveled the secrets of the Blue Zones and the extraordinary lessons that they hold for all of us, now it's time to just take all of those things and to distill them into insights and into actionable lessons that you can apply to your own life. So grab your notepad because you don't want to miss this. Okay, so the first lesson we can draw from the Blue Zones is the power of a plant-centric diet. Now, I'm not saying that you have to become a vegan or a vegetarian overnight, but incorporating more fruits, vegetables, and whole grains into your meals can really have a profound impact on your health. So it's not just about longevity, it's about nourishing your body with the right fuel. Okay, so maybe for dinner, like maybe if you normally make something with chicken, okay, still eat the chicken. Maybe you just add more vegetables into it, right? So again, it's just, it's about adding, like don't think about the things that I can't have. Don't think about lack because when you think about lack, that becomes your perception. And then now that's a barrier to change. So I want you to think about this in terms of abundance and the things that you can add and step. So next, let's talk about the importance of social connections. So Blue Zone communities, they really thrive on those strong bonds with family and friends, something I've talked a lot about in this episode. So take a page from their book. 
Cultivate meaningful relationships, nurture your social connections, and build a support system. Whether it's you know sharing meals, engaging in activities together, or simply just spending quality time. These connections contribute to a fulfilling and joyful life. Then there's movement. Okay. And there's a lot of fancy kind of workout situations that are happening out there right now, but you don't need a fancy gym membership or a high tech workout routine. Blue Zone residents, they stay active through simple everyday activities. So find joy in moving your body, whether it's a leisurely stroll, gardening, or dancing in your living room, which is something that I like to do to soca music. I've told you guys on the podcast before how much I love soca music. So the key really is to make it enjoyable and sustainable. And I remember watching the Netflix documentary and I can't remember which reason it was. It was either Greece or it was Italy, but they talked about how there's a lot of hills. I want to say it's probably Italy, but they talked about how essentially in that region, there was a lot of hills. And I think they had done some research and they found that, you know, in countries that have like a lot of like uphill, like hills, <laughs> um, they actually tend to be more fit. And they actually tend to be more healthy as they age. And this is because they're just getting that regular movement by walking around and actually, you know, going up those hills. Right. So, you know, for you, it could just look like something as simple as like when you go to Walmart, like don't always try to get the closest spot. Sometimes park further away and then just walk to the Walmart, like walk, you know, just have a little bit of a longer walk. OK, so even just something as simple as that, just think about how you can get more steps, how you can get more movement, you know, into your life. And on YouTube now, there's a lot of like and I, I talked about this, I think, before in the last episode as well. Like right now on YouTube, there's a lot of like these dance workouts, which are really fun. It's such a fun way to get in that exercise and to get in your movement. So I really want you guys to enjoy this process. I don't want you to look at it as something that's a torture to get more movement into your life or just something that you don't have the time to do. Like we all have the time to do the things that is going to help us to prioritize our health and our mental well-being. So I really want to encourage you to do that. Um, then there was mindful eating. So mindful eating is another valuable lesson we can learn from the blue zones. So in these regions, meals are just more than just a way to refuel. They're really a social and cultural experience. So slow down, savor each bite, and appreciate the nourishment your food provides. It's not just about what you eat. It's about how you eat. Next, there's having a positive outlook. And this is a huge one. So based on Dan Buettner's research, who's the one who actually um, wrote the book and was behind the documentary, individuals residing in blue zones consistently maintain a sense of tranquility with universally lower reported stress levels. They achieve this state through various practices such as regular relaxation, so despite their diligent work ethic, and that's the other thing, a lot of these people in these regions have very diligent work ethic, even continuing, you know, beyond the typical retirement age, Blue Zone residents make a deliberate effort to unwind daily instead of resorting to stress inducing activities like, you know, endless scrolling on, you know, through their phone on a couch, they engage in socializing, dancing. Like there was this woman I want to say she was maybe in her 90s. You should have seen this woman dancing like I couldn't believe it. Right. So things like dancing, um, communal activities, including shared moments, even over drinks. Right. And I think that was in Italy. I want to say like there was the shared moments like over wine. Right. Um, then there's embracing faith. So irrespective of their specific religious beliefs, inhabitants of the blue zones, they commonly participate in faith based communities, dedicating time to their respective religious affiliations. Um, the next thing was a fulfilling, like fulfilling a sense of purpose. So whether it was expressed through 
um, the concept of Ikigai, or um, I think another one was called Plan de Vida. Blue Zone communities, they possess a vocabulary that articulates the reason they wake up each morning, understanding what unique contributions they bring to the world. So Ikigai and Plan de Vida, these are actually phrases from the Okinawans, um, as well as I think the people from Costa Rica. And they both translate to why I wake up in the morning. So in conclusion, as a nutritionist, I find the connection between food and longevity particularly intriguing. The idea that a diet rich in plants enjoyed in the company of loved ones can contribute to a longer and healthier life is both powerful and accessible. It's a reminder that the choices we make in our daily lives can have a profound impact on our well-being. I really want to encourage you to reflect on the lessons we've explored today and consider how you can incorporate some of these principles into your own life, whether it's adding more colorful vegetables to your plate, prioritizing quality time with friends and family, or finding joy in simple everyday movement. Each step brings you closer to a healthier and more fulfilling life. So I also want you to remember this. Change doesn't have to be drastic. Small, consistent steps can lead to significant transformations over time. As you embark on this journey, be patient with yourself, celebrate your progress, and enjoy the process of creating a lifestyle that aligns with your well-being goals. So I hope today's exploration of the Blue Zones has really inspired you to think or rethink your approach to health and longevity. The secrets they hold They're not just exclusive to these specific regions, but can actually be applied universally. So whether you're making changes for yourself, your family, or your community, know that you have the power to shape a vibrant and healthy future. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEStone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.